When you hear the fanfare, that means it's time to go to another movie with Matt Oline. And Matt, this time, actually, you have been off to see two movies, uh, kind of a darker uh, Disney film, or at least as dark as Disney will go, mm-hmm. Disenchanted, and then The Menu. Let's start with the Disney one. Yeah, we'll, ma- we'll make this one quick uh, because I want to talk about The Menu more. Uh, Disenchanted is on Disney Plus right now. So it's not in theaters. You have to have Disney Plus to watch it. I watched this with my girlfriend and her daughter. Friday night It is a 15 years later sequel to Enchanted, which starred, of course, Amy Adams and Patrick Dempsey and James Marsden and um, Idina Menzel. And now they are, you know, a family and it's like the future. And, of course, there's always going to be some trouble, some some wrench, some monkey wrench thrown into things. Patrick Stempsey's daughter is now in high school, and they're about to have their own baby. And uh, they move to kind of a suburb of New York City, out of the city. And uh, quickly, things get very strange. So I, won't, I don't want to detail too much, but uh, I did not like this one as much as the first Enchanted, which was quite charming, actually, way back when. Yes, Amy Adams sings in this again. She sings with forest animals and cartoon characters and all that kind of thing. All the Disney things. All the Disney (laughs) things. Uh, Maya Rudolph shows up as an evil queen in the new town. And when I say queen, you've got to see the movie to realize what I'm talking about. But there is an alternate reality that happens with this movie that's fairly entertaining, involving Amy Adams becoming a wicked stepmother in quite a few scenes, and she's actually pretty interesting in those scenes, but they're not enough of those, and I just didn't care for it. Uh, uh, my, my girlfriend and her daughter have now seen it six more times in the last four days, but once was enough okay. for me. So clearly uh, it does it, still, it, yes. still appeal to kids. Yes, so so my, my thoughts on this are probably pointless to even say, because if you've got kids who like this kind of thing, it's certainly worth a watch. But once was enough for me. This is on uh, the Disney Channel, okay. Disney Disney Plus, as they call it. Which Disney movies is it kind of the most like? Well, Enchanted, of course. But well, uh, there's yeah. a lot of Cinderella. Yeah. A lot of Cinderella in this. There's a lot of things about this needs to happen by midnight, or this happens. So Cinderella is thrown into this. There's there's mixtures of all kinds of Disney uh, films, but I would say. Cinderella, for the most part, is what it feels like. And I would say Patrick Dempsey's not in this very much. There are long stretches where he is not in the movie, and I think that kind of hurt the movie as well. Hmm. Whereas in the first movie, it's really their romance, you know, and they're kind of coming together. Okay. Well, the other movie that you have been off to see, this one does look Indeed, much darker, The Menu. <laughs> yes, director Mark Mylod's The Menu. I would call this kind of an art house horror movie. And if you've seen the previews, you know Ray Fiennes is a famous chef, and a bunch of people have come to his island uh, where, you know, food snobs go to eat his, uh, <laughs> his six- and seven-course meals and to taste and enjoy and et cetera, et cetera. But as you can tell from the trailer... There might be more on the menu than just food. And I, I did like this movie quite a bit. It keeps you entertained. It keeps you watching. It doesn't outstay its welcome. It's under two hours long. I will say Fines is great in this role. I would kind of be pushing him for an Oscar nomination, but I don't know that that's going to happen. But the reviews on this are generally well done. I liked the fact that 
It all takes place in one set, basically in the restaurant once they get there. But I was never bored with this. Anya Taylor-Joy, kind of the actress of the moment, uh, she's one of the party guests as well. She comes with her date, played by Nicholas Holt. But you find out very early on something's amiss. And I went I went with my friend Brittany Goodman, and she figured things out probably within 15 minutes what was going on. So it does show its hand fairly quickly, but I don't think that ruined things. And I, I never got bored. I never thought, okay, now that it's shown its hand, we know what's going on. I would call this Willy Wonka meets Agatha Christie's and then there were none. So if we, we kind of know <laughs> okay. the plots of those two, you know what I'm driving at here. Uh, again, I don't want to spill too much of the beans, but you need to go. I did like it. It is gross in parts, so beware. It might not be to everyone's taste. Mm. <laughs> little pun there with the menu. <laughs> but overall, I like this a lot. Anya Taylor-Joy is great in it. Ray Fiennes, it's his movie. He steals it. There's some great supporting parts who play the um, supporting actors who play the guests. Judith Light, John Leguizamo, Janet McTeer. Hong Chow is very good as Ray finds kind of maitre d'. She's the, the welcomer. She welcomes the guests. She seats them. She serves them. She makes sure they're okay. She's very good in this part as well. I will say in the last act, there's some, there's some amusing things that happen, but this is a dark, dark comedy, very black comedy. I want to warn people going in, um, even though there are humorous parts and you will find yourself laughing. It's very dark, but I think for the most part, uh, director Mark Mylod pulls this off in terms of a black comedy. I like this a lot, and I, w- I wish it was getting a little more push for some awards-type stuff, especially for Ray Fiennes, but uh, we'll have to see how that goes. I think Ray Fiennes is probably the best working actor out there who's not won an Oscar. He is a past nominee, and I would love to see him win one at some point, but he is just deliciously evil and delightful in this movie. <laughs> So generally for fans of dark comedy. Yes, I would say okay. for sure. And I think the the film definitely skewers food snobs, foodies, food snobbery, you know, famous chefs, that kind of thing. It's definitely got the knives out for uh, to kind of skewer what's going on with that kind <laughs> of subculture. Uh, and again, the dinner guests are fascinating. They're there for a reason. They're all different. They all have different stories. And what happens, you have to go see this. I saw it at the Fargo Theater, but it is in wide release. And actually, it did fairly well at the box office in its opening weekend. Of course, it did not beat Black Panther. But for a film <laughs> for a film as dark as this, which I think will turn some people off, uh, it had a pretty good pretty good opening weekend of about $10 million and $19 million, uh, internationally. Hmm. All right. Well, what else uh, would you maybe recommend to people coming out this Thanksgiving or maybe already out? So right now, there's a couple movies out there that people are talking about, but they're hard to get to. Uh, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery with Daniel Craig is playing in select cinemas right now before I believe it goes to Netflix. So look for that one if you're interested in seeing that. And also Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans, which won the big prize at Toronto Definitely has Oscar buzz. This is kind of the fictionalized, somewhat true version of how he got started as a filmmaker growing up in Arizona, in a Jewish family in Arizona. Uh, his, you know, his his um, domestic life is a little more complicated than you might think. Uh, he hasn't talked about it too much over the years, but uh, there are some interesting things that happened with his mother and father that are explored in this movie. So hmm. um, uh, the parents are played by Paul Dano. 
and Michelle Williams, who's getting some Oscar talk as Spielberg's mother. Of course, they're called the Fablemans. But uh, I am looking forward to this because it's probably the most personal film Spielberg's ever made. But it should be in wide release soon. I'm just not seeing it on, like, the Marcus Theater website for the future coming up this week at all yet. So we kind of got to wait and okay. see. Don't movies have a release date announced? Isn't it sort of weird limited. to not know? There's the limited release, and then there's the wide release. Right now it's in limited release. Okay. And that does not include North Dakota. Okay. That's, yeah, that surprises <laughs> me about a Steven Spielberg. Yes, it does. Think me it's, too. It's, he could it's, just go wherever he wants to go at know, this it's, point. It's, it's a strategy that some filmmakers and distributors use to try to garner help in the awards season. I'm not sure that it's a big benefit or not. I guess we'll find out with this, with this strategy. Well, Oscar trivia Mm -hmm. here for you as we go into Thanksgiving uh, weekend. There are a few films about Thanksgiving or or set at Thanksgiving, including one that is based on a song by someone who is also in the movie. It came out in the late 60s. Set in Thanksgiving, huh? Mm -hmm. Based on a song. (laughs) Wow. The song is by Arlo Guthrie. Oh, Alice's Restaurant. Right. Yes. Yeah, the the song are Alice's Restaurant Massacre, the movie Alice's Restaurant got the director mm-hmm. nominated. Arthur Finn. Yep. yep. And who won that year? John Schlesinger for Midnight Cowboy. All right. We've been to the movies with Madeline. Mm-hmm.